okay. Um, people you don't have to move to the side. You can sit basically where you are. Otherwise, it's hard to pass the mic around. So, um, if you wish to say a few words, you're very welcome to say a few words. What we focus on are experiences from the retreat. Please don't tell us, 20 years ago, when I encountered Buddhism, I blah, 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 too much. We only have two minutes. Two minutes. So focus on your experience. What was meaningful? What was useful? What's less useful? Or, first experience, second is, particular teachings that you found <coughs> intriguing that will allow you to explore further. Right? Um, as for your background, we can leave it for after the social sharing. You can talk during lunch, you're eating, after retreat, and all that. Okay? And say your name first. My name is so-and-so. This retreat, blah, 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 blah. All right, so Zach has the mic, so that means, uh, unfortunately, he will start first, <laughs> and then he'll kind of pass the mic around. Right. Um, okay, thank you. All right, Zach, uh, I really appreciate the uh, simplicity of the, the method uh, that we were learning here with, uh, um, yeah, uh, the whole, the whole idea that, you know, freedom, our true nature, there's nothing to gain, nothing to lose. Um, this is very uh, reaffirming. And uh, I really appreciated uh, connecting with the objects outside yesterday, um, dropping the overlay, the perception uh, labels, and just really connecting with the, with the experience. It's really easy to get caught up in the concepts um, with all the... Um, you know, moving uh, nature of everything and uh, the complexity of our world. Uh, so that was just uh, a very childlike moment that was uh, brilliant and beautiful. And uh, thank you all for sharing this experience. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'm Dawn, and um, uh, like Zach, I think one of the things I appreciated was this idea of taking away the containers to uncover uh, your Buddha nature rather than I'm surrounded by a lot of people who are just trying to always develop themselves into something. So I like that contrast. And um, the other thing, which is very simple, actually, I should have realized this a long time ago, was about the noble silence. Um, I've been on retreats before and always thought that that was more like not to disturb other people and I had never related it to like not disturbing myself in my own head during that time. So um, I appreciated that idea that of holding the noble silence also for myself. So I'm intending to practice that more also on my own at home. Um, so the grief part spoke to me. I'm in the midst of deep grief and I was just outside and a leaf 
hell. And I thought of Ellie. And then I come in. And Kwaku says, if a leaf falls, it's okay to feel it. So it was so reaffirming. And I really enjoyed the grief is the elephant, love is the house holding the elephant. The home is always bigger, and you can ride it, and it can be your biggest resource to help others. And I also appreciate having a phrase to say when I feel, when I feel her. You are in me. I see you everywhere. So thank you. I appreciate the grandmotherly approach. It was contrary to all my training. And to be say, to say relax was contrary to my training. So uh, this has been uh, something I, I will take away and uh, embody. And uh, the simplicity uh, has been wonderful. <laughs> well, this is. Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, I guess I have to take that off to hear myself. Um, <laughs> this is the third time I've had the joy and the deep satisfaction of sitting here at BCBS with you, Gorgu. And um, so the biggest takeaway, well, there are many takeaways, but just to have so many clear practice periods of, particularly the morning ones, the movement exercises, and then into the full relaxation, into the feeling tone, into the practice space to apply the method. It's just, it was so delicious and nourishing and, um, and a final gem in response to one of the questions. You have to have a method when the breath goes. And, you know, I'm a long-term vipassana, and um, I somehow feel I've gotten an answer to that void of when I'm not releasing thoughts, when I get to that spaciousness, which I got to once during this weekend. where I'm breathing, it's breathing me, it's breath. Unification, that was a gift. I'm Don. Um, yeah, I like how you said delicious. The, the mornings were really good, the movement into that. And even yes, especially yesterday, when you talked about unification today, it brought me to yesterday morning where it at the end of the sitting, you said we sat for about 50 minutes, and it was like timeless for me. It was just open, that 
investigation, just waiting and keeping it. It was really, really good. Um, what really helped me this weekend was that first night when you said, we're on vacation from the past, vacation from the future. So when things like that came up for me, even not in here, just in general, I was just like, I'm on vacation. And it was so much easier to put it away instead of just saying, be present, be present, like you said, you know, spelling it out like that really, really helped me uh, just put them aside. And uh, I've never been able to go to sleep as well as I have with just focusing on softness. That was really special. Thank you. And thank you all. My name is Tom. Uh, when I come to retreat, I'm always reminded how blessed and how lucky I am uh, to have encountered the Dharma. It's really incredible. And being with the Sangha, I, I know none of you. I've never been here before. But it was great to sit with you all. Thank you. Thank you for your teaching. And I'm a very slow learner, so I'll have to go to YouTube and... We'll do. <laughs> Two vacations. Thank you. I'm Odds. Um, there are many things that I found illuminating silently and that I also <laughs> scribbled down with my bad words. Um, and um, I think it would be too much to sum up now, but I just want to thank you all for your questions and your, um, your honesty and your authenticity that I can feel even though I haven't talked to you. And I also want to thank you for your sharing. I feel like it, um, yeah, it's really the final piece of my learning. Thank you. Um, my name is Derek. Um, first, thank you, Guagu, for um, your lifelong teaching and, and sharing with us, and thanks to everybody else. Uh, it is different to sit in community than, um, than by yourself. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm just getting back into my practice, and um, there's been a lot of um, hard and really rewarding moments of the weekend. Um, some resonant takeaways. Um, the idea that... Uh, the way we treat ourselves uh, when we're sitting is a reflection on how we treat other people. Um, uh, that that continues to come up um, for me, and I'll, I'll continue to take that forth. Um, I, I also like this term of um, the body is a rag and, and the mind is a mirror. Um, try to carry that into life, not just when we're sitting. Um, and finally, and, and maybe... The, the most resonant is uh, is the comment that was made by somebody uh, in response to their other teacher that said, "Just shut up and sit." Um, and and uh, there's there's lots of work to be done, but thank you for creating the space to to uh, do it together. My name's Sarah, and I think the best thing I got out of this weekend was Guagu's suggestion or reminder to make a vow to dedicate your practice for the benefit of others. Um, I struggle a lot in sitting meditation with feeling sort of self-indulgent. And usually my intention is actually to practice for the sake of others. And so that reminder was really important to me. 
some of the words that came up for me were uh, voiceless, emptiness, silence, um, contentment, spaciousness, um, silence, voiceless. Um, I really appreciated the emphasis on these terms, uh, at least for me, that's what really resonated. Um, and it reminded me uh, of also something that you said, and that is how I react on the cushion is how I'm going to react to people off the In terms of looking at myself and my practice and my judgment of myself, um, the extent that I, I do that, I will do with others. Uh, and that was kind of a wake-up call. I like that uh, a lot. Uh, and it fit in with loving kindness. And also the emphasis on inviting the elephant into the room, befriending the elephant, learning from the elephant, having the elephant be our teacher, my teacher, uh, and curiousness, uh, curiosity. Um, sit down with the elephant and find out what's up. What's, what's to learn here today? Thank you very much, everybody. My name's Regina. It's really neat to hear how the things that resonated with me resonated with everyone else so far. So you already took my list. <laughs> so, but um, if I have to say two out of maybe six that really hit me, there was the um, direct contemplation was pretty cool because I was looking at a tree and I really like to name trees. What type of tree is this? And I like to name flowers. So I was looking at this particular tree and reminding myself that I'm not experiencing it as a tree. And then the negative space turned into positive space. And then it wasn't a tree anymore. So that had a lot of meaning for me. And I'm going to apply, try to apply it in other contexts. Uh, my name is Richard. And um, like Zach, I appreciate the simplicity and the directness of these teachings. Um, I'm a college professor and an occupational hazard as being fascinated by pedagogy. And so often at Buddhist retreats, I leave feeling, and some of this certainly is my own learning style, but sort of lost in the intricacies of the roadmap or sometimes like there was no road map at all. Um, so uh, Sifu, I find your teachings just very skilled and I hope you don't lose your grandmotherly ways because I think it's just on target. Um, and a caveat that I will take with me is checking in with the feeling tone um, and particularly connecting with contentment. I think that's an amazingly powerful caveat to take. So thank you. I'm Cynthia. Um, feeling really grateful to have had moments throughout the weekend um, to feel touched and moved. Um, these ideas of like qualities and attitudes 
um, hopefully something that will continue to sort of be able to sprinkle into my daily life. So there was, a, I think, a moment, Gogu, with when you were inviting us to massage, and uh, I thought it was very sweet. It was this phrase of infusing tenderness of mindfulness um, into like the next few moments as we were invited to give ourselves self-massage. And so there's something that really touched me in that moment that I, yeah, just sort of that feeling tone and quality and attitude of, of tenderness and warmth. So thank you. I am, <clears throat> I'm Peter. Um, I wanted to thank you, Guagu, for your teaching. And the group, uh, I always find that group meditation, it's just a special magic about it. And today was uh, no different. So thank you for that. Um, two things I'll take away, very related. Um, something that you said, Guagu, about every moment is a new beginning. And the, the, um, the approach of wonderment. And those two connect for me during the meditation when I was in that silent illumination I could look for each new moment and explore the extent of the silent illumination how far where, how far does it go and what is the source and that helped me a lot in in uh, deepening it hello I'm Val thank you Guagu everyone um, I would love to turn from a type A meditator to a type B. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I think contentment was really helpful there. And I also um, found it fascinating just asking the question, what is this? And, um, oh, there was one other thing which has left my, <laughs> which has left my mind. <laughs> so, thank you. Good, after, uh, good morning, still. My name is Max. Um, in terms of experience during this retreat, um, a wise teacher taught us once that you should be intimate with your method. Actually, even fall in love, have a very special relationship with your method. And I've been concentrating on that in my practice for the past three or four months. And in this retreat, for the first time, I think I'm I'm getting my method's attention because she called me back from a wandering thought. It wasn't my mind going to the method was which is a breath, hey, come back and it was fascinating to see that event that it wasn't the meth it wasn't my mind, it was the method called me back. I'm making a distinction that doesn't exist, but in terms of explaining it to myself it exists. In terms of this retreat, um it's a, it's it's a great honor to see Guago in person because I've seen and I've done retreats via Zoom and via Zoom there's a comfort zone. You know you're on whatever a thousand miles away via a computer. So if things get uncomfortable, you can just turn off the computer or go. And for me, th this retreat, just asking the questions, just being because when you ask a question, you sort of open yourself up a little bit was getting out of my comfort zone and it, it, it was a learning experience because when you're looking or doing a retreat via Zoom, 
your mind creates the reality. You know, if I were there in person, you know, I, I'd be this or that, or this would be happening. But this seems to be more real. So I appreciate being able to practice with Guagu and all of you. I think being here in person is is much more important. And finally, what I learned is, I I believe I'm at that entry point where I've learned to relax my body. I've learned to concentrate. So the three entry gates, you know, be, be it either the, the physicality of the body or just awareness or wonderment, um, that's what I take and that's what I'll write down this afternoon. So thank you. Guagu, uh, thank you very much and thank all of you for sharing and opening your hearts to all of us. Uh, what I'm <coughs> going to... What affected me the most, or what I'm going to really take away, is the entry point of wonderment. Um, in e equating wonderness, wonderment with not knowing, I don't do well with not knowing. It's very, very difficult for me. I've been told I'm a know-it-all for some people. Uh, and so that is really, and my, my teacher is working on that with me, is uh, opening myself up to not knowing uh, is a practice that I'm really working with now. And um, using you know, uh, wonderment as a relative of not knowing, as an entry point for me, will, be, uh, will really add to my practice and, and, and help me along. So I really thank you very much for that. Thank you. Um, my name's Mary, and I think this go around is the best I've ever experienced. Uh, I feel like so much came out of the retreat revealed through all of you. Uh, so, so thank you for that. Uh, for me, one of the things I realized is I'm not getting enough sleep. Uh, I was sleepy a lot. And, and it tied to wonderment. I'm really curious about wonderment. I don't investigate that in my practice uh, or I don't. In a way, I don't. I can't explain now. I can't tie it together anyway. Uh, but the reason I'm short of sleep is not because I have trouble sleeping. It's because I don't want to go to sleep. I have too many things I want to investigate or go on with. Or so there's some kind of a balance I need to find. Maybe if I do it more in my practice, I won't need to be so much engaged in it in my my daily life, I don't know, but thank you all. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so, yeah, to be brief, the, um, you know, I, I'd say that the, the most, the, the points in the teaching that, that struck me um, as most sort of resonant and relevant were, first of all, wonder, you know, wonder as a, um, entry and avenue to realization. I've, I, wonder's been important to me for a long time. I think of wonder as the alpha and omega of true philosophy. Um, so that really was nice. The, um, the further teaching and elaboration of the significance of the conjunctions of life as the place of practice, as the, um, as the place where true nature reveals itself and expresses itself, uh, really kind of rang the bell for me. The, um, the story, the, the, 
the illustration, the example of the founding of Dharma Relief as an example of Hongji's teaching on the function of true nature in our lives was, was very uh, good to hear. You know, I think like many of us, maybe all of us, I struggle with how best to participate in humanity's current struggles. I won't say more about what that is. Um, and uh, and uh, this, you know, the teaching and the example in response to a crisis was very, uh, very helpful. Um, the teaching, this last teaching about unification was also, you know, it just made me feel at home in relationship to this path. Uh, of course, all these points, you know, I have a thousand other questions, I guess, for the future. Um, And the uh, experience, the, uh, I mentioned the experience of this last retreat was very nourishing and encouraging. The, the coherence, the peacefulness, the quality of presence that I experienced. You know, I mentioned I think it was tuning into the group energy field of collective practice. I think it also was an example of the most mysterious thing, transmission. Um, I always, you know, for me in retreats and attending teachings with a teacher, uh, I always find the, the transmission, if I experience it, to be, you know, sort of both the most interesting and the most valuable. There were several other points of transmission, uh, mainly Friday night, kind of, I mean, driving home, I kind of felt altered and elevated, and then in this last session. so. Yeah, it's been a, um, a, a banquet, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's wonderful to be able to look into each other's eyes again um, and not feel shame um, about the, um, the silence, the, si the noble silence. Um, uh, my name is Simon. I, um, um, the, the word of wonder really resonates, and another word for that is awe. And I've been blessed to experience at least three times that this uh, this weekend, um, inside and outside of this of this hall. Um, interesting, also seeing a leaf fall was also one of the experiences that uh, made me tear up. Um, in um, um, just to see kind of the beauty um, under underneath it all, and it's 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 wonderful. Um, the image that stuck with me that I hope I will not forget is this of um, of a cat that's about to pounce, um, that's um, relaxed yet wide, wide awake and, and strong and grounded. And um, I'll just leave it with that. Thank you so much. I'm Sarah. Um, first, thank you all for being here for this retreat. It's been a wonderful experience. Um, there are several key things that I'm going to be taking away from this experience. One being um, the reminder to connect with my body while I'm meditating and around the idea of meditating and not forgetting that my mind and my body are in fact connected. <laughs> this is the best I've eaten in a very long time. <laughs> Thank you to the kitchen staff. Um, in my practice in my life, um, 
I've often been fascinated. It's a thing I study in real life, the connection between words and language and our own psychological experiences. Um, and it endlessly fascinates me when I find other areas that have addressed the same thing and have been addressing it for thousands of years without my own knowledge. Um, so <laughs> never underestimate the human capacity to get in your own way. Um, I am looking forward to bringing embodied experiencing into my practice. I've often found myself in my Vipassana practice stuck at, as other people have mentioned, now what? Now what? My mind is clear, now what? Um, and transitioning into the idea of, you know, pure experiencing versus, that was a conceptual shift for me that was very helpful. Um, we talk a lot about being present, being aware, but it's so unclear what that means until you actually go through the experiential events of it. And embodied experiencing was um, a very helpful conceptual shift for me. Um, and I think the last thing I will be bringing with me into my practice are doing um, prostrations. I will be doing that regularly. I found that extremely helpful, um, bringing myself into my body bringing myself into um, embodied experiencing and letting go of the grasp of words over what I'm doing and just existing. Thank you. Hi, I'm Dave. I have two feeling tones. So I'm trying to be present to my feeling tones. One is gratitude. The, everything that everybody has said. Another feeling tone is sadness, getting in my own way too much. There are two things Guagu said that are important in that regard. First, you mentioned from Friday night, you said the transmission would be mind to mind. I waited. And then another day you said, in reference to a critical phrase, source of spoken word. Source. I experienced that source through you. And it reminds me that if I am more selfless, I am more sourceful. So the last feeling tone is joy for the hope and faith and confidence in this methodology that you exemplify as a teacher. I'm Ginger, and just want <clears throat> to echo what everyone else said. Thank you all so much for being open and vulnerable, which is a word that always makes me go like that, but I'm trying to get better with it. Um, and this is probably not right, but what's great is that I don't care 
which is not to sound like dismissive, but like I'm starting to feel more comfortable in whatever I do. And I got two really good visuals, um, which I wrote down, but will also help me to like tap into that feeling and everything else we talked about, um, which was, because I remember the last time talking about the cat and the pouncing, and I'm glad you brought that up again. But this time I just, instead of thinking the cat or the mouse, I just sort of like peered into that hole. And it was like this big black, not even black, just this big nothingness, which really helped me to stop looking for mice and then wiggling the cat's butt and all the stuff that like I kept thinking of. And then the, the part that I was like making me laugh last night in meditation was because I had that question about like, well, should I be asking the question? You know, what is this? And last night in meditation, it just came to me like, what is this? It's all good. What? So it like really helped me to just kind of, and again, don't like listen to me because I'm sure this is like all the things you're not supposed to do with visualizing and these little mantras, but it really helped me to get grounded. Um, and then the idea of like a roller coaster, you know, when you're climbing, 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 and right before you drop, like that feeling of just wonderment and joy and bliss. And um, it's just been really wonderful. So thank you all very much. Uh, yes, hi, my name's Megan, and uh, I noticed in the beginning when I first shared that I just wanted things to unfold, and they, they did. <laughs> um, and I think this morning I had resisted coming up to the movement before the sitting meditation, and I paid, att I paid attention to that, and it was just this idea that I want to sit and have my coffee and blah, blah. So when I moved past the resistance and came up, it was just the continuity of flow was just beautiful. And uh, I noticed there, some of the meditation morphed into um, observation of sound or the openness of sound or, or whatever. And I could feel the, the difference between um, striving to hear sound and the felt experience of allowing the sound to come to me. I had heard a teacher say that a while ago, but I really felt that this morning. And it means a lot to just let other things come and not be striving so much. And the felt difference of that in my body uh, was important. Uh, the prostrations, I also, like Sarah said, I will take those um, home and they'll be part of practice. Um, and then the other thing are the leaves, those dancing leaves coming down this morning. and. Um, I realized that they weren't coming down by themselves, that the wind was helping them come down. And so it helped me feel, and to go back to earth. And so, you know, as those days come and I go back to earth, you know, what, what will be helping me? So thank you. Um, Magdalena, thank you for being here with me. It was a wonderful experience. A uh, few things I learned. Um, that are very important, um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to take it away into my private practice at home. These are um, tools to help me connect with my body, uh, and I'm really enjoying um, experiencing my body, uh, particularly the session we had this morning, really just full of joy and rediscovering that 
I have a body. It's not only neck up uh, experience. And the other element, I really appreciated the detailed review of the text because I read it a few times before um, before the session and I couldn't understand it in depth as much as I can understand it now after the uh, detailed review. So that really helped me appreciate that text. Thank you so much. Hi, <clears throat> my name is Wes. Um, thank. It's been wonderful to practice with all of you. You've all brought up wonderful points. I think one of the um, things that we did that really stayed that, that that meant a lot to me was was the sound meditation last night and just listening for for different layers and not worrying, you know. In fact, not not worrying, you know, actively not identifying what I was listening to, but listening and hearing more and more and more. I will um, uh, take home especially the, the importance of taking the time to, um, to lay the ground for, for, for practice and, um, and then the three entryways into a silent illumination. Thank you. Uh, my name is Mata. Um, I feel moved to start with uh, gratitude, um, and that's resonating with one of the teachings we received um, from Lasha this weekend on uh, we belong to others, we belong to the world. Um, first, I'm deeply grateful, of course, to to Guagu, Guagu Lasha, for coming in an incredibly busy schedule up to Massachusetts and flying out um, to teach us here. It's an incredible honor and privilege um, that you've afforded us. I'm also grateful to um, my dear friend Odds, who figured out with her partner a way for us to use their car <laughs> to come up this weekend when all other transportation possibilities failed, and to Odds for joining, listening, trusting me eight months ago when I told her no, you have to sign up. <laughs> you have to sign up. Um, and also, I, for some reason, I feel compelled to name my really good friend, Tess, who's taking care of my beloved dog this weekend. Um, there's also a thing that um, I wasn't able to find someone to do until the last minute. So I'm really grateful. And me coming to retreat feels like um, a, a, great, a great luxury and a great privilege I was afforded by others um, to be able to be here. Um, one takeaway uh, from this weekend's teachings more specifically was um, maybe not something I can remember explicit language coming from Guoguan, but feels like something that all the teachings uh, kind of were nudging me towards. Um, so a kind of um, uh, like meeting point of different teachings is, uh, you know, so sitting in, in our sits uh, and the discursivity would come up and the language would come up and um, you know, after trying this for a while, it started to feel in this retreat, and it's felt like this in previous retreats as well, but it felt very alive, this retreat. It's actually so much less energy uh, to go non-discursive. It's just easier, actually, um, to drop the words and the language and the concepts, and a huge weight comes off of me, um, and whatever this thing of mind that I am is, um, it's just so much freer. There's so much more air in the room. Uh, that's a really lovely uh, takeaway. And one final takeaway, sorry if I'm speaking for too long, 
is um, Lasha's reminder that, um, at least from the Chan perspective, we're not coming from a place of lack. Um, and that's something I often struggle with in practice. I feeling like I haven't done enough work off the cushion in this and that way. And that's why I'm experiencing this and that stress reaction and yada, yada, yada. And I'm fundamentally imperfect in this way and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so just shifting that pessimism away again, feels like a big weight coming off my shoulders. So two things taking weight off my shoulders. Hi, I'm Aaron. Um, I just want to express uh, gratitude to you, Shifu, for coming and uh, giving us these teachings and also express gratitude to the group, um, particularly for holding noble silence, even though we weren't officially in noble silence. Everybody kind of had an unspoken agreement that we were going to hold this. And I think that was a gift that we all gave to each other. Um, and I think, you know, even though it's a small thing, you know, taking care of small things means we're taking care of something much larger. And so I really appreciated everybody holding the silence. Um, uh, just kind of briefly, um, you know, everybody said so many things that I would echo. Um, but from a practice standpoint, um, taking the Huato practice and dropping it into a method that you're already practicing, I think is going to be something very powerful that I'm, I'm taking away with me um, kind of as a counterbalance um, or, or kind of to inject new energy or inject some new light into um, the method that's being practiced. And that was really powerful for me as well as kind of taking the teachings of um, the, the entry points into silent illumination. So yeah, just a lot of gratitude and really happy to be here. My name is Sam. Uh, I'm going to be short. Uh, my takeaway is I was so surprised how like a sense of wonderment uh, keeps the mind awake and sharp. Uh, this morning during the like uh, official recording of the practice, I was in this, this schmoozy famous place like on the dark side of the mountain and the sense of warmth just pulled me out on the, on the spot right away. It was just like real big aha. Uh -huh. Thank you, all of you. My name is Janet. I appreciated being told that I'm already free and that the task before me is to deconstruct the architecture that my conditioning has created, which doesn't even exist. I'll hold that. Thank you, everyone. This is just marvelous to sit face to face. Okay, last gift is group photo. Susie has graciously came in to take a group photo of us, so please come. We can have several layers. People sit next to me, stand behind me, Thank you. and then we go eat. <laughs>